Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Holy podcast, it's Batman. Hello, um, welcome <laughs> <laughs> welcome to another happy pod. Let me just do this intro. In a world where hatred is monetized and toxicity thrives, uh, like the Riddler on Twitch or whatever, we would rather talk about stuff we like in the realm of pop culture. We don't always succeed with that, but no matter what, we always try to keep things just a little bit more lighthearted and fun. This is another happy pod, which I probably already mentioned. My name is Nathan, I probably didn't mention that. And I'm here with Lawrence, who is in fact a... Oh, can we stop this? Because when you edit it as well, you don't take it out. You don't believe it anymore. <laughs> you just can't be asked with it. No, it's mean, it, work. <laughs> well, I was, no, it's, well, then don't do it. Don't present the problem. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Lawrence. Thanks for coming, I guess. Cheers, man! Thanks for the invite. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We we uh, we, te- we This is kind of weekly at this point, and maybe it should become some sort of permanent fixture. Um, yeah, yeah, but thank you, thank you for having me. How how have you been? How's your week? Um, it's been like two days since we last recorded, so <laughs> <laughs> it's been fine, I guess. Um, we watched a movie. We did. When did I watch this movie? I watched this movie when it came out Friday, I believe. I watched this movie yesterday. <laughs> just, just obligatory dates that mean nothing to the listener because they yeah. don't know when it is. Exactly. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> this come out Friday. Maybe they're like, "How are you watching it and recording this at the same time?" I'm in the, I'm in the film now. Everyone, everyone in the cinema has turned to me. I've got my mic set up, and they're like, "Please stop!" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> These are all great riffs. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, should we just get into it? The Batman. 
the 2022 Batman. was supposed to be 2021. And a little bloody thing called COVID-19 happened. <laughs> I reckon we should just veer off now and just talk exclusively about COVID-19 instead. I don't. I don't want to do that. That's true. Uh, Robert Pattinson... It was a controversial choice, uh, but he is Bruce Wayne. I mean, people say that. I don't think he was. No, I think he was for anyone that doesn't like anything not done by Zack Snyder or is is not Ben Affleck anymore. But who gives a fuck about them anyway? Anyone <laughs> was going to be a controversial choice for them. So yeah, true, I don't. True. People like when Robert Pattinson was cast, everyone was like, uh, people only saying fucking Twilight, but he's he's actually quite good. I saw like thousands and thousands and thousands of tweets of people praising and defending Robert Pattinson. Didn't see a single one of people just like absolutely dragging him to hell. No, I didn't. I saw, I saw, maybe my timeline is a lot more toxic than yours. I saw a a fair few people like, well, this is a bit of a risky choice. Let's see if he pulls it out the back and obviously you get you'll you'll get those youtube commenters that are like guys i've seen twilight this is not a good choice and i'm like 10 years ago and also his performance in twilight whether you like the film or not is still good yeah <laughs> he's good in twilight. just because the movie's bad doesn't mean that he is it's like i always see that argument it's like kristen stewart can't act i'm like if you've read the book you know how well she can act from this film Christian like, Stewart is an amazing actor. She's so talented, and she's so is so Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Without asking your opinion straight away, can I? Can I get your take on something that I, you've you've been on record as saying? Okay, sure. Were you excited for, and I quote from you, another <laughs> gritty, grounded <laughs> Batman movie? So I was actually going to start off by saying that, um, look. I I know how this movie has been presented through the marketing. It's not shied away. It's not trying to hide the fact that it is gritty and it's grounded and it's like a another more realistic approach to Batman. That's not necessarily something I've wanted. I've I've said that many times. I I'd much rather have something more fantastical when it comes to Batman. Something that isn't afraid to embrace the comic book side of things. that That's just personally what I prefer when it comes yeah. to Batman. And so I knew going into this, I knew going into this that the movie wasn't that. So I like I didn't think it would be fair to necessarily judge the movie based on that because like we we said it before on this pod, we said it the other week. We you can't well you can, but you shouldn't judge a movie on what it's not. You should judge it on what it is. So yeah. there's there's no point of me just going into this movie and like sitting there on my arms crossed and be like, oh but well, it's not, you know, it's not what I want, so therefore it's bad. That's not the case. Um, so I'm just, so, I'm just picturing there's a, there's a bomb that goes off at a very crucial moment in a scene, and it doesn't come. It, the text graphic doesn't come up going bang, and you're like, "This is this is bollocks." I fucking hate Batman. <laughs> but yeah, so I I knew it wasn't that, and I I knew going into it that it wasn't that. So I'm so my thoughts on this movie, my whatever feelings I may have on this movie. They are. That is not an indication of them. I have not. I have not let that sway my judgment one way or the other. Okay, yes. you're gearing it up for you, the fact that you may not be too positive about this. I'm scared, but we'll um we'll 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 get. Well, into what it. did you think of the movie? So, uh, like you, like I'm I'm of the opinion that like uh, there are certain things I'd like to see in Batman, and it, and it's definitely certain stuff that we're not getting. Like I would yes. like to see a bit more, like you say, a bit more fantastical. Like I want to see embracing the dumb side a little bit more because you know like gone are the times where like i think 
people that enjoy film have evolved beyond Batman and Robin is bad because it's camp and stupid. It's now just like, that's dumb and fun, but it's fun. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, Batman and Robin is a bad movie. But I'm not even I'm not even necessarily talking that. Like, you can do Robin and have it not be... I'd fucking love nothing more than for Robin to be in these Batman movies because he's genuinely one of my favourite characters. And, he's, and Batman is always so much more interested when he has a Robin. Um, and 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 I think it would you can do a Robin without resorting to holy fucking holy cow Batman here we go and, yeah. and all that sort of shit. You don't have to make it like colorful and campy and fun and all that sort of stuff. You can just add more fantastical elements, but still you know keep the same tone and stuff. It's, it sounds it sounds dumb and like as a comparison, but I have never got behind the you can't do Robin in live action argument ever since I saw Hit Girl in Kick-Ass. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like it's on the nose and it is a bit more silly than a Batman ad adaptation would probably do. But it's it's very easily possible, and Hitko in Kickass was probably one of the best parts of the movie. So yeah, probably yeah. But anyway, um, no, this movie. So right, I went in. Um, I I like Batman, and since since on this podcast actually, you made me watch all the Planet of the Apes movies. Um, I was yes. quite a fan of Matt Reeves, um, and like everything I saw from the marketing in this to the trailers, I was like, oh okay, yeah, I'm kind of getting into this. I really enjoyed it. It does have flaws. There are some things in it which which made me go a little bit like, okay. But for the most part, I'd say like I'm I'm 85% on board with this movie. Like I really enjoyed it. And <laughs> if you were to stretch that 85% into like where I dropped off, like it's probably chronological as well. Like the last 15% <laughs> of this movie, I was like, okay, come on now, <laughs> come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> but yeah, no. What uh, what about you? It's hard to know where to begin. Uh, the Batman is... Well, Batman in general is a character that I'm tired of, okay? This is, like, what, the fucking, like, 27th movie or some shit? Um, I think it's the 14th. Okay, that's a lot, though. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's a lot. And I, and I am just very exhausted with not only DCs, but also, like, kind of comic book fans in general, just obsession with Batman. And just been like, and I've said it before. I've I've said it on this podcast. Batman is a Mary Sue, like uh, you know, Batman's contingency plan, and he can solve anything because he's Batman. Get that shit out of here! I hate it. I hate it all. Yeah. Um, so this movie had a lot of work to do for me, and this is probably my favorite Batman movie. Oh, okay. I really liked this movie. Oh my god, you were leading me down a path there. You 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 had me on a fucking fish hook right there. I was I honestly I looked at my timer uh, to like to keep an eye on the time for the for the episode. Saw five minutes. I was like, it's gonna be a long thirty-five. This uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't. All right, I'll tell you what. This is not something. This is not a reaction I was expecting. What What was your favorite part of it? What did you like? I really liked Robert Pattinson's take on Batman. Um, I I particularly liked his Bruce Wayne and how he's he's, he's Bruce Wayne is almost non-existent, but that's kind of intentional because he's just a mm. he's a fucking recluse and fucking hermit, and he he's not a person. Like he's he's Batman. He's he's not yeah. a fucking Bruce Wayne doesn't necessarily really exist because he's just completely thrown himself into this life and therefore like Bruce Wayne has like more or less just completely died. People don't even recognize Bruce Wayne properly. Like it takes them a second in the streets to actually go, Holy shit, that's Bruce Wayne, he's still alive. Well, I'd, I'd just... say I'd say people don't recognise him apart from one man by the name of 
Officer Martinez, who <laughs> who became a bit of a meme on Twitter because they released a clip where he's at the um, he's at the the memorial service, and yeah. you know that officer that out of nowhere just goes, "Oh my God, hey, it's Bruce yeah. Wayne!" and just, just waves. waves at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, little guy. He recognizes him big time. He loves him. Yeah, he's he's Bruce Wayne's number one stan. Um, but yeah. Batman's but Batman's biggest hater, which is funnily <laughs> enough, yeah, yeah. Um, so so I like the Bruce Wayne. I like that he's just a fucking like like you say like a really antisocial. He doesn't understand shit. He's he's clearly a fucking virgin, and th- I'm not buying for a fact that this man has ever had sex in his life. Like, come on. Um, yeah. I really like Zoe Kravitz as uh. As Catwoman, so then Kyle, you put Zoe Kravitz into anything and I'll enjoy it, but she was really good in this. But you put, but you put her into a leather suit and I'll especially enjoy it because. <laughs> Come on, Lawrence, you <laughs> freak. No, no, I'm saying that because I think there is a sexuality that is associated with that character. Like, this is a horny film, um, and she is probably the horniest part of the film. Um, and I think it's been done well in the past. Like, Anne Hathaway killed it, but she ha- didn't have much to do. She was great as a character. But the character was kind of weak, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Have you seen Batman Returns with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of her? Like, I haven't seen Batman Returns in years, but I do remember her like being shot or something, and then just going seven more lives. And then even as a kid, I was like, that seems dumb. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I think if you take out like, the, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Tim Burton's kind of style or tone anyway. Um, but like, if you take Tim Burton out of her portrayal. I think she's a very good Selena Kyle. Um, and she has that element of like tortured sadness uh, in her, which is. But great. like, doesn't she. Um, she becomes Catwoman by like falling and then a load of cats just biting her, doesn't she? Yeah, it's odd. And it is because it's Tim Burton. And that's yeah. what that's what happens in Halle Berry's Catwoman as well. She she gets killed and then cats go up to her and basically are just around her. And then she's like, well, cat powers now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this uh, I like it because it kind of goes back to the more probably what people wanted to see from Anne Hathaway's Catwoman, which was world's best cat burglar. Um, just uh, grew up in Gotham slums um, and it's just kind of doing her own thing and then she kind of gets swept up in all of this shit she's not even really a cat burglar though is she like she breaks into somewhere once but like her her motivations and through the story are in, like entirely like she's motivated entirely by her friend he uh, is but i think i think she's a cat burglar outside of this because you don't have proficiency with that those specific tools like she she got in and she knew what she was doing i think just because we haven't seen it doesn't mean she's not but yeah fair enough a point of criticism in this that a lot of people have seen online is what you just said you really liked, which was the absence of the the facade of Bruce Wayne, the character. You know, like the, oh, I just bought this hotel kind of Bruce yeah. Wayne type. I don't necessarily think like the the party boy, Bill, uh, playboy, all that kind of shit, billionaire would necessarily fit with this style. Um, like I said, this is a universe that... You know, for for better or worse, whatever you think about it, it is like grounded. It is more dark and gritty approach. This Gotham, oh, but I fucking love the Gotham as well. Oh, oh isn't God. it good? Oh, it's so good. The amount I've said it like so many times. Like Gotham needs to have a personality. It can't just be New York. I mean, it can just be New York or Chicago, but then it's boring. But this is ah oh, the, the like the Art Deco style and the giant buildings and everything. It's like this it's, this hit the this for me hits the balance of like yeah. Gotham before has either been done as New York but dirty 
or or New York but dirtier, um, yeah. or um, fucking cesspool of ridiculousness Arkham style games where you just don't believe that anyone lives there. This is like the perfect balance where you believe that people live here and you actually feel terrible that they live here because it's fucking horrible. Yeah, it's 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 a really great depiction of Gotham. I really do like it. Um, but yeah, I don't necessarily think like this that like um, you know Christian Bale version of Bruce Wayne would necessarily fit in here. It it makes more sense that he's like a recluse and he's just he's gonna focus on Batman and that's really it. He's not giving himself a life because he ju- he just wants to focus on Batman and he's also quite new at it as well. He's like two years in or whatever, so. It, it makes sense that he'd want to, you know, he'd, he'd let this consume him and, and wouldn't really make much time for much else, really. One one thing I like, it's just sort of on the vein of that, is this is the first Batman iteration, to my knowledge, where it's seen as, like, not the last-ditch effort, but it's seen as Bruce Wayne doesn't seem completely batshit insane in this. He's a guy yeah. that's like... I'm going to see the I'm going to try this and see if it works. Like he he keeps a diary called like the Gotham project. Um yeah. like he 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 takes like he writes his diary. We get the film bookended with voiceovers about the impact that he's having on on the city. Um and it actually feels like there's a purpose behind what he's doing rather than just going out to beat up people because he's had a bad life. Um and and one thing that I loved about this is that that purpose is clearly wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, it's and and the 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 kind of the, the lesson learned, which is kind of bubbling under the surface for the whole time until the end. Yeah, um, the lesson is learned that going out and beating the living fuck out of people that do graffiti is not the way to cure Gotham's <laughs> problems. Gotham needs real change, um, and it needs to like prove that you know the cha- the cha- people need to trust in the new leaders, and Batman needs to provide hope. Uh, and and vengeance is wrong. It should be about aiding and further assisting. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I'm. I was really counting on us disagreeing for a lot of this. Like I was genuinely like, it's not. It's not that I think I thought that you would hate this, but I was like, I, I think you're going to find more problems with it than me. I, um, I didn't really. I there's. I have very few problems with it. Don't get me wrong. I do have some. Um, but I have very few problems. One thing I I was almost convinced that I was going to see, and I'm so glad we didn't. There's no fucking hint of an origin story. There's yeah. not even a whiff of it. I don't need to see Martha and fucking Thomas being gunned down and down. I've seen it more times than I've had fucking hot meals. I don't need it anymore. Um, we, saw, we saw it like three years ago in Joker for no reason. It's exactly. Become, it's become superheroes' most irritating joke. People say Uncle Ben dies a lot. No, 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 no. 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 Martha and Thomas Wayne... <laughs> exist to be slaughtered in in cinema (laughs) exactly like when this movie opened and you see like um you know like a a nice fancy house and a and a couple playing with their son their young their young childhood son is in like kind of like a zorro-esque outfit i was like oh for fuck's sake here we go here we fucking go but i mean that's clearly intentional that's like clearly what fucking Matt Reeves wanted you to think and then like, oh no, this isn't the case. This isn't the Waynes. This isn't 
Thomas and Martha or whatever is actually already modern day. And sort of Batman is already Batman. You don't need to see him training with like the League of Shadows. Or I, I feel like in this he didn't do that. It seems like he was just training with Alfred. Um, yeah, it kind of is alluded by that, isn't it? Like, yeah, Alfred has that line as like, I wasn't a father. I could teach you how to fight, but beyond that, like. You know, um, but no, but I I did like that it that kind of like red hair in the beginning because like I said I was a little bit worried at first, but then as things go on, um, and you realise it's it's the Riddler there, and then just that shot like when like I think the mayor just turns or something, and then you just see him in the background like like totally obscured by darkness, but then you can just like see his eyes kind of. It's like that's horror movie shit. Right yeah. there, and it was really fucking good. It was a really Man. good introduction to this um, fucking serial killer version of the Riddler. I I am all for the return of horror tropes being introduced in modern day blockbusters. Like, um, No Time to Die did it, where Safin, um, um, Madeline moves away from the window, and Safin's blurred, snow suited up figure is just there holding a gun. Like, and that's oh, a yeah, jump. That that's a jump. Yeah, like there, there seems to be a return of these, and I'm all for it because I was, I was in the cinema watching that, and I and I went like, it's not a jump scare, but it's a sudden. It makes you, you feel should, uneasy. Yeah, you should notice it before you do, and then you go, oh fuck, how long's he been there? Yeah, and it's and it makes you kind of scared of him subconsciously, almost. It's crazy. Yeah, and it, and it is really good as well. This this is a very different take on the Riddler. Riddler is usually like you know green suits with question marks all over him. It's riddle be this Batman and yeah. all this sort of stuff. Think Jim Carrey, but don't because again that's bad. Um, so, <laughs> it's more like it's, Zodiac Killer. This one isn't it, it is. Like, it's very Zodiac influenced. It's it's a lot of different stuff, but it's a really uh, again, a lot more grounded and realistic approach, which usually I don't like, but it, it, for this story, it just really works having this kind of like fucked up kind of an incel, um, you know, we stream <laughs> on the dark web or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll this... definitely, um, we'll definitely get to the 4chan and Reddit, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, the, the 4chan and Reddit disses in this movie, um, <laughs> which, which definitely, I, I, I don't know, I, I. I think it's. I think there's some silly bits, but it, it was kind of funny. There are um, some silly bits. One thing let me just mention quickly. Um, I've I've said h how much I want more than anything to have a fucking a Robin um, in these movies, and there was. I feel like they were kind of teasing it. I feel like they were kind of teasing it at certain moments because, with like, the kid. when yeah, with a kid, because when yeah. fucking Batman, um, when he goes to this, it's great seeing Batman just in a room full of cops as well. I don't know why I find that so funny, but I do. Um, but when he's just walking around the crime scene and then he's like leaving, and then you see the kid there and he's dressed in like a red hoodie, I was like, that's not a coincidence. That's ab come on, that cannot be a co a red hood. Are you kidding me? Um, and then, like, that kid keeps popping up throughout the movie as well, and, like, Bruce saves him a couple of times and stuff. I was like, are they, are they, is, something, is something going on here? Is, is this, this going to be a new Dick Grayson or whatever? I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. If it is, I'd fucking love it. Um, more than anything, I'd like Robin to be an actual kid and not, like, a 30-year-old man, but... I think but, that's yeah. that's the that's the key to it. Like, if they yeah. can get a young actor that's talented enough to pull off like a Dick Grayson from an early age, and then like, I, I don't even like... need to do Dick Grayson. They could they could just go straight to Jason Todd or something, and I'd be I'd be fine with it. Yeah, any yeah. Robin, I'm fine with at this point. Just someone that isn't Joseph Gordon fucking Levy. <laughs> <Yeah. And laughs> I I saw um, I saw online, and I don't know where I am on this. Um, like in terms of where I sit with it. With it. 
Uh, but you know the kids that's in a lot of the marketing. Uh, he's in like one of the gangs at the beginning. Um, he's got like half his face is white makeup. He's the only one that seems <laughs> the, a bit yeah. like yeah the the subtle Joker gang member who was very yeah. subtle because he has half his face obscured in that he was only half in, into the gang life but didn't really want to get into it. Yeah, you know the really subtle <laughs> subtle kind yeah. of thing. Subtle visual imagery. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I've um, so I've seen theories that he might potentially become a Robin. But he seems too old. He does, but I feel like that's where Warner Brothers would draw the line if they were going to give us a Robin. You remember, right? It's the it's the Shazam problem. You cast yeah. a child, and if it takes you three years to do the sequel, and then a year of marketing, that child now looks so much fucking older than they should. That is, um, yeah, that is that is going to be an issue. That is absolutely going to be an issue. But I'd still rather have just at least fucking one movie with an actual child because I I think I feel like you can't have Batman and Robin and have them be the same height. It it just doesn't work. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> like in like like Batman Forever, <laughs> Batman and Robin, yeah, yeah, just a exactly. Year old man. You, you need someone who's clearly fucking shorter than Batman, and they're clearly someone clearly a lot younger that while that uh that actor i did enjoy you know the small amount of time he was on screen and i honestly did have that thought as well i was like this could potentially work but he's he's too old it needs to be like a fucking like a 13 14 year old kid or something and yeah. because that's what's more fucked up robin is a fucked up character as in like mentally because he's been a charred soldier by this fucking insane madman dad that he has it's it's not good for him and that's something i'd kind of like to explore as well that kind of fucked up relationship that they have as well it's uh, it works for the movie but it won't work for them uh it's worth considering that this is the youngest take on batman we've ever seen it um, is, yeah. So, is. like, the kid they cast will have to be younger by a result of that, if they're ever going to do Robin. Um, and I really yeah. hope they will. I think Robin Pattinson said he liked that as well. Um, yeah. But... He's, he said he'd only agree to do a Robin. I don't know if this was just fucking press junket bollocks or not, um, but apparently he's he's been quoted saying he'd only do a Robin if it was a child Robin and not, uh, you know, a man in his early 20s Robin. Yeah. Like a, no. a youth, a youth orphan who's like, oh man, since I was seventeen, I lost my parents. And, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> you're a grown ass yeah. man. Go away. Go yeah, exactly. Go. You you pay taxes. You pay taxes. <laughs> you're not Robin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, more than anything, I, that's that's what I want to see. More than anything, please give me that, and I'll be happy. What did you um? What did you like about the or if you liked it? Um, they make a very different choice in this um to show us um uh Batman's parents, Bruce Wayne's parents uh were not perhaps the you know shining white knight figures we yeah. think them to be from the comics, i.e. more so Thomas than Martha. Uh, I don't think they'll ever victimize Martha because that's a lot of Bruce's torture kind of shit and trouble with with relationships as well. Um. But to to kind of change the origin of Thomas and make him not, I, I would argue, not not a bad person like Bruce initially thinks he is, but a man that very clearly made a mistake that Bruce would never have made. So I liked this, and and because, um, and I'm just going to call you a fake fan here because you are a fake fan, uh, because this has been done in comics before. <laughs> one oh, has of, it? One, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite Batman comics is uh, a storyline called Hush, which is actually like kind of referenced at one point. In I haven't movie. read Hush. 
It's it's a re- it's a it's a really good storyline, um, and that deals with uh, like sort of like the sins of the father kind of stuff, and how Thomas Wayne wasn't really as as great of a man as he's like necessarily made out to be, and he like has a bit of a shady past and all that sort of stuff, mm. and is is kind of influenced throughout this throughout this movie a little bit. It, it goes in like a much different path from where Hush ends up because Hush is like a completely different character. You know, he's a different villain to the Riddler. Um, but but there's like there's elements of that storyline throughout it and stuff, um, and yeah, so I I enjoyed seeing that those influences come in here, and there, there's kind of been some like changes. Like I don't think Martha Arkham has ever been a thing before because that's like I I'm picking up on that right. That's right. They made her an Arkham. I think the closest that's ever happened to that is the Flashpoint Martha that goes insane after Bruce dies. No, but like um, the fact that her family is the Arkhams, like oh, family... oh, as in like the actual, yeah, 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 no, yeah, so yeah. The, the founding. What was was Martha one of them, or was she a founding? I don't think was so. I don't the... think I don't think that's ever been a thing. No, I don't think her family have ever really been anyone of note, from what I'm familiar with. I mean, there's like fucking eighty years of history, so maybe. But from what I'm familiar with, I don't. I don't think so. I've <laughs> never known there's too much Batman to keep up. <laughs> she's. I'm almost certain she's never. She's definitely never been known as Arthur Mark uh, Arkham, Martha Arkham, <laughs> Martha Arkham. That, <laughs> that's fucking hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. If, if I was Thomas, I would have married her just so the name changed, so it would be easier to say her name. The Arkhams um, are an old like Gotham family who obviously like you know set up the asylum and. And that sort of thing. And the asylum does have like a very long history in Gotham, but I don't think it's ever been tied to Martha like that. So that's interesting. That's something. No, weird. yeah, no, that is cool. And I think this movie did a lot of like, like it's interesting because I'd, I'd never read Hush, um, so it's interesting that that was an influence because this this movie is, I think I think it takes bits from so many popular Batman comics. Like you've it does. Got, it's got like quite a lot of Year One. It's yeah, got Year One, Long, long Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Hol- um, the holiday killer was yeah. the um it was on halloween that the uh the mayor got murdered in this yeah there's loads of shit in this that's it's kind of wild but a very it's still somewhat feeling like a very new fresh bruce wayne interpretation which is really cool so like yeah. it it i think that's the perfect way to pay homage but also um give us an, a a very fresh new interpretation yeah um, it's taken it's taken influences from like all these like different source materials it's great these great stories and stuff but it's crafting it's it's taking all those and like crafting its own narrative with it which yeah which really worked i also really liked fucking colin farrell as well in this he yeah. was he was He's kind great. of out of place in this world not not totally actually he kind of worked for it but he was he was really good and i liked it, this version of the penguin this like i th- i monster. think he was dipping a toe into yeah. not being part of the world but he was so firmly rooted in it that it yeah. works like he's where a lot of the humor comes from in this but the yes. movie when he's not on screen the movie's not humorless yeah there's some good jokes yeah but one thing i really like about this as well is matt reeves is so immersed in batman being a real character that and it's it's the kind of the only thing i didn't really like about um the dark knight is there's a lot of a man dressed as a bat this guy's clearly got issues <laughs> he dresses like a bat I yeah. think I'd notice if I was running around dressing like a bat, like a crazy guy. Or, or, okay, it, yeah, it's a dumb costume, but yeah. it's now it's now so dumb and so iconic that just just take it seriously at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's you have to believe it in the world, otherwise it doesn't come across as real. I don't um, think there's anyone. I don't think that's ever like mentioned in this. I don't think at any point anyone's like, 
guy dressed like a bat here or whatever. That's pretty weird. They're just like, all right, this they is call a thing. Yeah, they call they him call a freak. Him a they're freak. like clearly uncomfortable with it, but they're not never like, Wow, what's going on? It's just like Yeah. All right. Well the, this is the thing, thing I love happening. in this the, the the thing I love in this is that the cops take more offense to him being a vigilante than than being a guy that dresses as a bat. Yeah. Like they, they take way Which more offense to, Yeah, and definitely so. Um <laughs> like he's a man that's has to come in to do their jobs for them and put them to shame essentially. Yeah. Uh, and half are on board and half are not. There is a very uh not even that. <laughs> maybe one's on board. No, I don't know. There's a few because there's there's there is a bit of a um there is a bit of a I, I don't want to say propaganda scene, but there is propaganda. a bit of a yeah, I guess not all cops are dirty moment. Yeah. And I was a little bit like, no, you can't. It's <laughs> a bit, it seems a bit out of taste. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. But other than that, it was like I pretty much loved how the GCPD were portrayed in this. I love the GCP building as well. Again, going back to, you know, ridiculous <laughs> Art Deco style Gotham, the fact that it's just this huge fucking building in the middle of the city. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> what I did like is you know the scene where he just he just fucking clocks Gordon and then he just legs it out of the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the, the fucking cops are so dumb, they're just straight up unloading on him while people are just walking by and just doing yeah. their regular jobs, and they're just fucking shooting randomly at this man as well. Like, yeah, no, no thoughts about like how a bullet might accidentally hit someone. No, just yeah, like, a, a ricocheted bullet off a glass panel or some anything like it, yeah. it kills so many people doing this shit <laughs> but i think that's but that's also like everything about this is is kind of a clear engineered choice by matt reeves um like the police aren't good in this no and and that and that's the point they're, they're terrible like the only one that's actually trying to make a go of it is jim gordon and and whilst he's a, he's a great and batman even says it he's a good cop it's a case of what can one man do against a fucking city? And and he's and he's still and in like true Gordon fashion, he's still weighed down by the system as well. Like he yeah he has to operate outside of the system with Batman's assistance because he's weighed down by it and there's certain stuff that he can't really do because of like the you know the red tape and shit, which is why Bruce is there in the first place. Um yeah. And and yeah, one thing I liked is, again, going back to Penguin, the scene where, you know, there's the riddle throughout, the, like the rat with wings riddle throughout, and the scene where <laughs> yeah. he's just like, no habla espanol. And he's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's clever. It's funny. funny. Yeah. It's, what I liked about this is, like, I often think for these stories, like, to approach it as a writer I'm like, God, you must be so clever to have to write these riddles and then write like a, you're not only are you remembering character, but you're also remembering plot and like, I don't know, a mandated amount of screen time you have to work in for certain characters and also the actual riddles and how is it going to take the world's greatest detective 20 minutes of screen time to figure it out because we need that time to, you know, rest a minute. Like, or, it's... or does he just instantly know every riddle that's ever put to him? Yeah, basically. Yeah, so there, there are there are some scenes where Batman is like he basically just has a computer brain and does it. Yeah. Um, but then there's other scenes where it takes him a while to figure out. But I like the red herring that some of the riddles are not meant to be interpreted literally. So even if people, even if there were like those smug pricks in in the cinema that were like, oh, that's obviously a river or something <laughs> like that, like it would be there are like the URL thing. Like that's, that's that was genius. funny. That was funny. Yeah. 
That was hilarious. When he it's typed good. in URL, I was like, <laughs> you motherfucker. I, know, I, just, I just laughed loudly because. Yeah. I was like, well done. You got me. Well done. And like, and thumb drive. Like, it's clever. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, and that's what I love about the humor in this is it, it's it's prop it, it doesn't slow down but it's actually propelling the plot as well like it moves things forward yeah um, which is really cool but yeah very cool I like it very swag um, yeah Penguin is is very fun I'm excited to see more of him I think he's getting like his own series or something isn't he yeah I I don't know where I sit on that like yeah I, I don't know but then again I said that about peacemaker and that became one of my like favorite superhero shows so true yeah yeah i mean i think under the right hands it, it could go well colin farrell could sell it so like as long as well obviously he'll be involved but as long as he's involved then it should yeah. be all right um yeah so what did you think of the batmobile <laughs> do, do you mean the, do you mean the 70s muscle car with a rocket on its ass yes i do yeah <laughs> i liked it i think it's the best batmobile chase we've ever had um, yeah, yeah. It, it felt a little slow at times. I yeah, I I don't know. Like when it was kind of like weaving in and out of traffic, I felt like I feel like they're going twenty miles an hour here. I don't know. There was just <laughs> there was something about the way it was shot where it just felt kind of slow and didn't feel necessarily that exciting until it like built up towards the end. But the the car itself, I love the car. I I yeah. really like the car itself. The fact that it's not a ridiculous fucking tank. Um, yeah. it's, it's something I enjoy. It's um, not a tank, and it's also not the dumbest, longest, most impractical no, car. See, I, I would rather have a big, long, dumb car as well. I, what, I, like the Keaton Batmobile? Yes, I love it's them. terrible. <laughs> no, I like them. I like, <laughs> I like it. Strike a middle ground or something, but I do like the big, long cars as well. Um, I do I do like the idea that, like, it's not obviously in the movie, but it's kind of like, I think the idea behind this Batmobile is... Bruce had to order a car that wouldn't look suspicious. And then when it got there, he was like, Alfred, make this very fast. <laughs> and he's like, very good, Master Wayne. I'll put a rocket on its ass. And that'll, and that'll do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, the, you know, Woody in Toy Story at the end when he's, when he's yeah. chasing the moving van. It's, it reminded me of that. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Um, did he, <laughs> did he seem like he stalled it at one point. Like I thought he did, yeah. Yeah, like when the chase was just beginning, he was like he was revving it up, doing the old Batman intimidation thing and all that sort of stuff. And then it just like he just stalled it. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't know if that was supposed to be like a false start, like a oh you better run kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like a like a flinch and all got you sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe. But it, it but it did seem a lot like he just fucking I don't know, just bit the clutch out on his <laughs> fucking car and fucked it. Cut to um, Batman inside going off. Oh, Master, no, is it Alfred on the comms? Like that was very embarrassing, Master Wayne. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What do you What do you think of Alfred in this? Oh, I really liked him. Really, really liked him. Um, I'm always like to have a bit more depth to the Alfred Bruce relationship, and this like really tapped into it. The fact that you know, kind of off the bat with Alfred, we're we're dealing straight with him as as a father and, and not as just a butler that's always the shit i like yeah. um so so yeah that was i was really good to explore i i liked his kind of like personality he's not just some you know butler who just does everything bruce says he gives him like a, a, a little bit back and forth which which as alfred always should i think um and on some of the most powerful and emotional scenes come from him 
in this yeah. movie. My my favorite Batman and Alfred scene ever put uh, on screen is in this film. Yeah, I think the um, what I absolutely love about this uh, two things actually. One, uh, this is the first movie I've actually believed that Alfred could have died. Um, I genuinely thought he had died at one point. Yeah, yeah, I, I did too. Uh, and and the other reason I love it is Alfred is actually a core element in Brute's realization of of how wrong his vengeance quest is. Like yeah. he he says that you know he and and it's in my it's probably my favorite scene in the movie, um, at least like a, as like a, a more grounded scene anyway. I loved a lot of the fight stuff. Um, but there's there's the scene where Bruce is saying you know I'm not afraid to die. I've mastered fear. I've mastered all of that. And he he takes a look at Alfred's hand, which is just like empty. And there's obviously something about the filmic language that, like, you know, a handhold is going to come. Yeah. Um. And Bruce admits to him, like, the only thing he does fear is losing the people closest to him. And it obviously, as Batman as a character, it just drives home on so many levels, like why he doesn't get close to people, why he's still suffering with the death of his parents, um, and like why he sees things in black and white. Because even like the Thomas and Martha thing, he was like, he was like, your dad once made one mistake, and and Bruce was like, his legacy's a lie. I'm a fool for thinking my dad was a good man. I'll bring him back from the dead, and I'll kill him all over again. Like, but and he has to learn to not see shit so fucking black and white because Gotham is a very complicated place. Um, and I, I love that scene. That whole scene is great. I love, I love that scene too. I actually cried while I was watching it because it was uh, very emotional, and both of those. Both of them did it really well. Um, yeah, I, I love that. This is this is this scene as well is is pointing to why I want a Robin. Why Batman is so much more interesting when he has a Robin because it's it's the building. This is like the start of building the Bat family. Alfred is an integral part of the family, as is Robin. The more like people he surrounds himself with, the more people he lets into his family, the more vulnerable he is, the more at risk he is, and then yeah. the more fucking interesting he is as well as a character. And it's 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 so good when he does allow himself to grow and allow himself to be vulnerable for these people. And then, spoiler alert for a fucking like 30, 40 year old comic. When Jason Todd gets fucking rinsed, killed by the Joker in Arkham Asylum with a crowbar, it's yeah. fucking brutal. It's, yeah. it's, it's, oh, there's like, we saw shades of that in Batman v Superman, but as usual, it was silos over substance and nothing really ever committed to. But the fact that he, like, he raised a son and then because of what he did, because of the things he made him go through, he was killed. And oh, just the fucking pain and torment it caused him. It's the reverse of what he went through. It's it's brutal. It's yeah. it's 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 so good, and I'd love more than anything to see it played out. And I think Robert Pattinson would do all that shit really well as well. Oh, he he'd kill it. Yeah, he like would. That, the the thing about this movie, like it really made me remember as as if I didn't know already. But like Robert Pattinson is a world class mm. performer. Like yeah. his what he can do with just his eyes in a cow is yeah. so fucking meaningful. Like, there's some really, really good moments in this. Like, he's walking around slowly to take in all the thing, but, like, you see his eyes just scanning shit. And, and quite literally, actually, with his little contact lenses. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, what do you think about his, his, his little tech, his little contact lenses? I liked it, yeah. I did, I did like the tech. Batman should always have, like, a bit of tech with him. So, so yeah, I liked all that sort of stuff. It makes sense. Um, I, give him the white eyes, though, don't you think? See, I'd see... 
I I was for it, and then this movie, I just because half of he's he's in the cape and cow for most of the movie. Yeah, I would have found it quite difficult to connect. Like, yeah, I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, I I find it like I I know it's like there's different arguments to be made with like expressive eyes from Daredevil, Spider Man, not Daredevil, sorry, uh, Spider Man and Deadpool and etc. Like they're big animated characters, but I think it, especially this version, uh, the mm. simplicity of of having his just his eyes with the eye makeup on looks great i think if they were ever going to do the white eyes then batfleck would have been like the mechanical batfleck suit would have been the way to go yeah yeah this probably isn't the universe for the white eyes to be fair and and robert pattinson you're right he does he does do a lot of eye acting which sells it so well so yeah it would be a shame to cover that up um maybe there's a way they can do it at some point um, but no, yeah, that that stuff is all really good. I like how he's not doing a ridiculous voice. He's he's just talking. He's like, yeah. no one knows Bruce Wayne anyway, so no one's really yeah. good. Bruce Wayne doesn't have a podcast, so like, what does it matter? And, that, and that's that's one thing I've always thought about Batman is like, how often are the regular criminals of Gotham? Yeah. interacting with Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you sound like Bruce Wayne. It's not like he goes and does a shitload of interviews and stuff. I don't know. Maybe the maybe the other one was kind of. I, no, I guess it'll be on TV or whatever, but like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense for less reclusive Batman's. I think. Yeah, but for this one, it works. Um, and and yeah, he doesn't need to do some silly, ridiculous over the top. He doesn't even need a voice changer. He can just he can just talk, and it's fine. Um, but yeah, I liked all that stuff. I liked Gordon. Uh, Jeffrey Wright was really good. Um, yeah. their their relationship between them two is great as well. Yeah, like, it's finally just it's not they meet on a rooftop and that's it. Like they're actually in the mud direct, like not directing, uh, like uh, investigating crimes and shit on the ground, boots on together. Like, yeah, it's, it's really cool stuff. It's where like Batman does walk into a crime scene. It's not, okay, this is what I found in the crime scene on the Batman, but it's a good thing we're on the roof. And then he jumps off the roof and it's like, there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of roof on this. There is, there a, is a lot of roof. Yeah. <laughs> there is a, a lot of roof, yeah. but there's also, he, Jim Gordon was in it for a lot longer than I thought he'd be in it, and I was really pleasantly surprised by it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I thought so too. I felt like I feel like the movie kind of sometimes forgot about the Riddler, though. I feel like there was like, like for like the first half of the movie, there was like quite a bit of Riddler, but then I, they, I feel like they just forgot about him a little while, and then right at the end, they were like, "Oh, more Riddler, let's do that." That kind of seemed I, to be like a long stretch without him. I had the same feeling. I think. The the trouble was when they had to balance Catwoman and the Riddler because yeah. they're on different they're not on different paths but Catwoman they is are, way on the they are kind of are because Catwoman's got like her own shit going on which vaguely links into what is going on with the Riddler but not like directly. Well, I see. I think because I think they're doing two different jobs. I think the Riddler is obviously being posing the threat for Batman in the movie. He's the poster villain. He's the one the Batman fights at the end. Yeah, and then Catwoman is the one that's leading Bruce to self discoveries and the more internal shit that Bruce needs to process before the end of the movie. So there, the, for for a lot of I've seen a lot of people online say this is a like a perfectly paced movie, and that's my one flaw with it. Like I don't think I, it is. I don't think it is either. I think no. there's, it's it's brilliant, and I really enjoy it. Well, I think especially the ending it suffers from multiple ending syndrome big time. Yeah, it does. It does. I think. Uh, I. I don't like the Joker thing. I don't like it. I don't think it's necessary at all. No, nothing against Barry Keegan. He's a good actor. I just, it just felt very tacked on and pointless. I, I saw, so I saw a Matt Reeves interview, and you might have seen it. It's done the rounds on Twitter recently. Um, 
but basically he said, and I, I, I can respect where he's coming from. I do disagree as well, though. On the like, I've, I've thought about it for a couple of days now, and I'm kind of on the fence. Um, but he, his, his opinion is that um, you know the scene with Catwoman where she was like, "Come out with me, and we'll do the bat and the cat stuff." Yeah, and and he was like, "No, Gotham is a cesspool of shit, and I'm going to stay here and help." He said that that scene, he when he took out the Joker kind of cameo type thing. Uh, or the intro he said that scene lost a lot of its dramatic weight because you mm. feel a resolution in gotham rather than gotham will always have a weird cunt <laughs> doing shit yeah. whereas i would di- i would disagree and i think if you even if you took it out mm. the audience has the prior knowledge of gotham is half underwater and yeah. under martial law it needs batman right now yeah exactly they did like a whole fucking monologue about how like there's looting and rioting and shit going on and and gotham needs Batman. So like I don't I don't necessarily buy into we need to see the Joker to to know that there's a threat about we we don't need to see the Joker. We've I, seen the I Joker am damn near certain it wasn't there and they said to Matt Reeves <laughs> put it in. Yeah. The put it in the Joker. It feels it feels very much like a studio uh mandate that does. Yeah. If which I, would not surprise me at all. I get the reasoning behind it. Like, I've, to be honest, if I had to take that and then the rest of this movie was untouched by Warner Brothers interference, then fine. Give me, give me a, give me a twenty-minute Joker scene at the end, and I just skip it. Sometimes I feel like, like I feel like the um, uh, all the Riddlers are here and they're shooting up the stadium. I feel like that was also studio influence as well. I think I think he definitely see. I I I think that it was studio interference because it definitely seems like a random third act after the third act. Yeah. Um but I would also agree that if if it was studio interference, Matt Reeves made it work uh, with just, you know, the guy saying that he's vengeance and like it's he Batman needed to realize that him just going out and beating the fuck out of people encourages other people to go out and beat the fuck out of people but they don't have the moral code and the reasoning behind it that Bruce does. I get that. I get that. It, do, it does kind of feel like, though, the movie was, like, wrapped up and, and sort of done and, like, the, the conflict had kind of been resolved, but then they realised, like, they need a Batman fight scene because they there hasn't really been many. So they're like, yeah, oh, let's put this in. I so... really hope for the next one they can kind of realise my enjoyment out of this, I got the most enjoyment when Bruce was just walking around and looking at clues. Like, yeah. That was when I was absolutely fucking on board with this. The I don't think. Stuff. I, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's the, was it finally on screen the world's greatest fucking detective? Finally, yeah. not not the world's greatest. I put this into my computer and it told me who it was. Here's a break. Like, let me scan it with a laser. Now I've got. <laughs> let let me use other shotguns to blow up walls, and now I know which gun it was. Therefore, who bought this gun? This, this makes guy. perfect sense. Yeah, exactly. It was actually him down on it investigating stuff. Uh, yeah. What do you want to see from uh, other than Robin? Uh, what do you want to see? I know you love Robin. <laughs> what do you, especially villain-wise? What do you want to see come up in the sequels? Um, I don't want to see the Joker. I'll be honest with you. I don't. We've seen the Joker enough. Let let him <laughs> let him stay back for a while. Why were those? Jo- why why were the Joker boys at the beginning as well? I well, guess maybe a... he's already about in the world. Isn't well, he, he, so... he's already in Arkham, clearly. So yeah. Like... So maybe maybe they have already met. Or oh, something. real real quick, um, just because I think we should talk about it. What do you like? I know we like Barry Keegan as an actor. What do you actually think of what little we've seen of his Joker so far? It was fine, but it it was just 
I don't know. It was fine. Yeah, sure. It was a, a good little laugh. Like, there's there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I'm sure it'd be a good performance. I just don't care. I just don't yeah. care about the Joker. I've seen it time and time again. Like, bring back Cameron Monaghan. I say, <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like, mate. Joke, jokes aside, <laughs> I know Gotham did some really dumb shit with him in the in the last couple of seasons. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if you ever saw any of that makeup stuff that came out at the end. I um, think so. No. The first episode where he played, he just plays a, a very unsuspecting tortured kid called Jerome. Um, and then right at the end, he does this U-turn into this magnificent, subtle Joker performance. But it's 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 hammy and it's stupid and it's campy. But it's it's not it's not ha ha Batman ha 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 like it's you you believe it at the same time. I was genuinely all for like seeing him in this. Isn't he um, Cal from Fallen Order? Yeah, the same dude. Him. Yeah, same dude. I thought it was. Yeah, um, yeah he's a good actor. Um, but you think we're tired of Joker? Yeah, I do. It's especially with Joker the movie. Like it's just, it's relentless. It's again with Bruce's parents. It's just forced down our throats over and over again. And I'm, I'm just tired of it. Just do something else. Batman has like, apart from Spider Man, Batman has the fucking biggest rogues gallery ever. Do something yeah. else, all right? We don't need to see the Joker constantly. There, there are fucking plenty of things to pull from. Victor Freeze. Mr. Freeze is a great villain. I'm sure they can find a grounded way of doing Mr. Freeze, which would yeah. really, really work. So, I yeah. um, <laughs> I would actually really like to see the balls on a studio to just not touch the Joker and just be like, hey, our strength is this interpretation of Batman. Our Gotham looks the best it's ever looked. Yes. Uh this is this is a good trilogy we don't need the joker in it. I um <laughs> I what, what was I going to say there's something about the joker. Um oh did you the one thing I didn't like about like I at the time in the cinema I was like this is fine but again I'm kind of of the same opinion the joker doesn't need to happen. Um and I'm a bit jokered out. I wasn't too much of a fan. I just thought it was a bit bad writing almost. Um it was just a horrible line. He was like You've done well. Now it's my turn, or whatever. Like it was, it was very much like, "Well done, you did so well. We're gonna be good friends." It's like, it's it's like the movie knows that we know who the Joker is, and we know that he's the worst one of them. Yeah, it was like, and it and for me, it just kind of. Paul Dano did such a fucking amazing job in this movie, and then just his final resolution scene to put him in a scene with the Joker, where he's just completely overshadowed. I was a bit like, oh, okay. Yeah, it like I say, it just felt very much tacked on and really unnecessary um, yeah. to the to the overall movie. I feel like the movie overall would have been better without it. It doesn't necessarily take away from the movie at all. It's just it's just not something I needed in there at all. But again, yeah. I think Warner Brothers are scared when it comes to this shit. They're like, you know, people want Batman and the Joker. People they need Batman and the Joker because. It's Batman and the Joker, so put that in there. Make sure that's in there. But I just, I don't necessarily think it's needed at all. There's... It's just, it's, it's because Joker made a billion at the box office, and it's yeah. just like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I really, really don't need like this movie has already tackled <laughs> online kid, <laughs> like <laughs> is is way too toxic yeah. for his own good. 
Do um, hush. Do hush is great. They can they can actually build off what's been set up with like the Thomas Wayne shit in this, and and you know build into hush. Oh, also uh, we didn't really talk about it, but um, Falcone is really good in this as well. Carmine Falcone oh, as fantastic, as, uh, yeah, Catwoman's dad in this. I I really liked all that sort of stuff. He was great as well. Hmm. No, yeah, massively. So you want to see a, a Victor Freeze? You want to see Hush? Victor Freeze, um, Hush. Um, who else? I don't know. Fucking the Condiment King. Why not throw him in there? <laughs> Who's the Condiment King? <laughs> he's just some guy who like squirts ketchup and mustard. Is he from comics? <laughs> he is. He just, he's a real Batman. We want to see the Condiment <laughs> King in the sequel. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. him in riddle, riddle me this condiment king just squares as a ketchup he's like, he's like Batman I could have blown up the city but instead haha mustard attack he's in, he's in the Lego Batman movie so you should watch oh, no. it I was going to say actually for this more grounded ritty, uh, gritty realisation of, of Bruce Wayne it'd probably be like the condiment king would be like a disgraced KFC employee who makes <laughs> who makes mustard gas and and throws it around Gotham. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Two Face would be quite interesting to see. Um, yeah. A lot of people want kind of been done for that. Oh really? Yeah. I, I, I saw the fan casting mm. and it was quite. It looks quite interesting, but. Fan casting is stupid. Yeah, so. fan casting is stupid. Well, John Berthold would be quite good, though, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> fan casting is stupid. Let's discuss it, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, there's there's really a lot of ways this could go. But uh, build the Bat family um, and get him a new suit, because I don't like this one. Oh, really? What, is it the cow? Is it the ears? It's No, it's, it's too armoured, I think. I mean, it came in handy. I don't think he's going to unarmor. <laughs> but I did. Movie. But I think that's. A, I think it came in too handy. He was just like he was. He took like a shotgun to the chest, and he was fine. Like I, he, I don't think he was fine. He was. <laughs> he was. Or he was walking about. If you're being, if you got shot with a shotgun and you can walk about afterwards, that's a win in my book. That is fair, yeah. He he was more fine if after like compared to me if I'd been hit by a shotgun in the chest. Yes. Uh, that that being he was alive and still had anything resembling a chest. <laughs> exactly. I did <laughs> I did like the the symbol comes out and it's like a fucking like a batarang or whatever. That was quite yeah. cool. But I don't like it. It's too armored. I think I'd I'd like something a little bit more fabricy and stuff that that's still armored but doesn't look as armored. Because then it's yeah, it's that that's the point of Batman. You don't necessarily know that it's armored. So, I um I saw early on um a rumor that came out. You know when they released that test footage and everyone was like, oh my god, yeah, because um, it established the tone and everything. Yeah, uh, I saw early on that because the, the bat the bat symbol in his bat suit is made of like the uh, gun pieces. Yeah. Um, and the I saw early on killed his parents. Or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I I'm glad they didn't stick to that because like imagine. Yeah. Imagine how Bruce would have got it. He go, goes down to the GCPD and is like, "That uh, hey, uh, I'll give you a lot of money for that gun that you've got impounded in evidence. They're like, why do you want the gun that killed your parents? He's like, oh, a little keepsake. That's the weirdest keepsake ever. He's like, oh, I'm definitely not Batman. It's not dark. Don't look into it. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm just a regular billionaire that wants this specific gun. Um, yeah. But yeah. That would have been yeah, very, weird. very weird. I like the exposed jawline on the cow. Finally, it doesn't feel like an awful mouthpiece that is just there, like a, yeah. a hole cut in a balaclava. Yeah, yeah, looks good. Looks good. Um, do you like uh, Do you like the Catwoman's 
cat mask is basically a balaclava that has just got turn up end ends that <laughs> yeah. kind of vaguely resemble a cat. I like that. I thought it was really clever. Uh, not really. <laughs> I don't know. Just like I get that it's like a proto costume or whatever, but I don't know. just just go into it. I see. But fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you you very much want them to lean into the dumb. I do, I do, I really do. It's it's always more fun when they do. But again, I know this world isn't necessarily that. And while that's not exactly what I want, again, I'm okay with it because I did really enjoy this movie. It surprised me a lot how much I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Surprise, fucking surprise me, mate! <laughs> you enjoyed this. I came out of that movie and I was dead certain. You Why? Not Why? Though? I don't know. But I think it's like I part of me was really hoping that you'd stick to your ethos of like don't judge it on what it wasn't. Yes. Um And I was really hoping you would. But then I also know that you enjoy like you you enjoy having an opinion on Batman. I know you do. <laughs> you enjoy your opinions on Batman, which are not too like they're not as mainstream as others. Yeah, um, and I was like and different. Yeah, exactly. You're so cool and 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 and, and different to the others. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. I so I was I thought you weren't going to like it, but I'm pleasantly surprised that we can now appreciate this film together. It's very good. I I, I think it's better than The Dark Knight. I genuinely do. Um, yeah. So I'm. I, I, I don't. I think comparing them is odd because like they're very different movies. They are very they're different. Like, yeah out of personal enjoyment at the minute and i, I know it's just because i've just seen it and it's new and fresh yeah but at, at the minute i i prefer this iteration of batman and bruce wayne absolutely yeah and i, th I don't think this, that's why i prefer it to don't like don't get me wrong don't like a great movie but in terms of like a batman movie that isn't really one it's like it's more just like a fucking guy in in a weird costume or whatever but it's but nice to this... see a batman that doesn't kill by proxy as well it's exactly like... yeah it's like so so many directors have had their take and like Zack Snyder just went fuck it he murders people yes. he breaks their neck for fun yeah um that was a thing but then even like Nolan Batman where he's like you cross that line you become as bad as them blah 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 like but you're still killing so many people by blowing them up with your Batmobile or running them down or like flattening some sort of thing or, let, um, or, like, running them over with a train or whatever, like he did with Liam Neeson. Yeah. I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to... I don't know. I don't have to save you. Which was I like, don't have to take that's, the Hippocratic that's killing, that's killing them, Bruce. Okay? You just yeah. killed him. You sure. have If you have the ability to save and you don't, you're, yeah. you're killing them. You're killing them. Yeah. yeah. Um, saw, but no, this is a fan casting for Tom Holland as 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 um <laughs> as Robin. Oh, no. <laughs> I, was, I was in tears laughing at it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I love Tom Holland, but Spider Man's fine. I don't need to see Tom Holland in absolutely every IP. Well, he's also um, too old as well. <laughs> so yeah. don't do that. He's like twenty five or whatever. So yeah, he is. I was about to say he's our age, but he's my age. You're an older he's man your than age. him. Yeah, yeah. He's, younger, He's a man like me in his spry early mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> Stop adding shit. Where did this early mid twenties come from? <laughs> All right, Nathan, you're you're approaching your later stage, later twenties than than me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but overall, good movie. Cool time indeed. Uh, yeah, I think I might see it again. I enjoyed it, so I'll take another trip out to the local cinemaplex. Yeah, buy your your hot dogs. You still a hot dog man at the cinema? No, I don't really get anything these days. It's more just a drink. 
just uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take I'll take a, a Fanta, a a, a a Tango, whatever kind of orange flavored soda they have on tap. I'll take yeah. one of those. Has your has your local Plex got a uh, got a uh, machine where you can add flavors to the beverages? Uh, it does in the VIP section. I don't think it does for like the regular plebs though. For like the <laughs> yeah, for, the, for those dumb fucks that yeah. can't afford it, like for me. the common folk. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm upset that you didn't get a chance to see this in 4DX or whatever the fuck it is. I was gonna go see it in fucking Screen X, but then I but well, first of all, I got COVID, so I couldn't. But then I but then I thought. I don't need like seven screens all around me or whatever. It's just also that I heard it's so immersive that like <laughs> at regular intervals, the Riddler will come out every five <laughs> minutes or so and ask you a riddle. And if you can't complete it, then the film just stops <laughs> and, and every... bludgeons your head in with a <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Every time, you, every time the film stop, it restarts from the beginning. Uh, so this movie could potentially become a 24-hour event or something. Oh, it's, um, <laughs> it's something we didn't really talk about. Um, one thing I just thought was really funny was when <laughs> the Riddler was like in Arkham at the end, and he was just sounding like a whale. <laughs> he was just going like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was doing that, wasn't he? He was very... Um, I found like, and a lot of people are a lot of people are saying this online. Uh, he was very much kind of like coded as someone with autism. Um, yeah. Like he seemed because like like different kind of environments distressed him. His head was extremely like analytical in his in his mind and stuff. Um, but I, I thought it was a good performance. Like it it was definitely like a, a bit <laughs> funny at certain points. It was it was um, it was a really good performance. I did like. Um... The like they kind of make you think that he knows he's Bruce Wayne. Like that's not the case. That's not what happens. But there is like a whole scene where Bruce thinks he's been outed and he thinks like Gordon has just been told on the phone and all this sort of shit. And there's there's like some really good tension throughout those scenes. But that doesn't necessarily end up being the case. But it's a good little like red herring sort of thing. Yeah, there's a, uh, there are a lot of red herrings in this movie. To be fair, a lot of, a lot of plays on expectation of like classic fucking um shit that we know to expect as audience members of yeah. like a hundred Batman movies. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, but overall it's a good movie. Glad I watched it. Had fun. Good movie. Lot of fun. Do you reckon Colin Farrell will ever take the spotlight as Penguin Penguin or do you think because I know he won't be the second movie villain. No. Because they put too much of him in this one for him to be a key in the second one. But do you think he'll he'll just always be part of Gotham's seedy underworld and like there to assist and random points. Uh yeah, probably. I think that would actually kind of work out quite well for him. Yeah. To be honest. I do too. Yeah. He'll get he, more paydays as well. Yeah. He'd be quite good at that. Oh, I also always enjoy seeing Batman just beat the shit out of people in nightclubs. That's always fun. A good sequence. I do like it when they're not um when it's not Chris Nolan's imagining of what a nightclub is, um, where it's just, just a weird people. black void. And then... Yeah, a black void with blue strobe lights, and they're just playing some nondescript, <laughs> royalty-free techno music. Yeah. Um, this one felt like someone had actually been to a club before, um, yeah. which which was good. Can you imagine Chris Nolan at a club? No, I can't. I'd love it, actually, because no one sits down. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, that was the best zinger I've ever done on this pod. That was really good. <laughs> well, well on that note, Nathan, I think we, we'll wrap it up, shall we? We shall indeed. 
<laughs> it's never going to get better than that. I hope you stayed to the hour, Mark. Um, right, lovely. Uh, if you enjoyed this, new episodes go live Fridays at 10 a.m. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing this. You should be terrified. Why? Because I will be taking over the city. Mm. What? Batman will stop you. <laughs> he always stops you. No, he doesn't. What about that time with the two boats? This is better than the two boats. Wow, O O M G! It, it, it's a real time over in over here, isn't it? Doing Batman stuff. <laughs> well done. <laughs> we could have actually made that tease quite vague, actually, because it's just a load of voice actors doing stuff. Exactly. Um, but yeah, who knows? <clears throat> maybe you figured it out. Maybe you didn't. Maybe it's Lego Batman. Who said that? Not me. Stop! 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 Why do you always do this? Gotta be fun, Nathan. I'm keeping it fresh. It's not fun, and it's not fresh. Social media at Another Happy Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Give us five stars. If you don't, <laughs> we will throw a weird carpet puller upper utensil. On uh, under your uh, on your head, how's he kill him? He kind of just charges into him, doesn't he? <laughs> he just screams. He just goes. Yeah, he, just, <laughs> he just goes. Argh! And then he's dead. Yeah, but yeah, it's good power shit. The Riddler, the power. <laughs> I just thought about that. The power of love, but instead <laughs> with the power of Riddler, the power of the Riddler. Riddle me this. Fucking end this podcast. It's <laughs> not a riddle, Nathan, but I will. I'll do it right now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.